Fuzzylitter.com. Introducing the world's smartest cat litter. Health monitoring litter that won't break the bank or your back. This truly is litter box magic. 15,000 five-star reviews. Say goodbye to that litter box smell. Pretty litter traps odor instantly and then eliminates moisture so you'll never smell your cat's dirty business again. Easier cat care and flesh, fresh litter is just around your doorstep. No need to add back baking soda for extra odor absorption. Ditch the pine pellets and upgrade to silica cat litter. Refill once a month. Scoopless up to 80% lighter. Cat parents are obsessed with this color-changing litter. Unlike conditional other pretty litter, keep tabs on your cat's health by changing color. Cats are notorious for hiding illnesses. Pretty litter changes color to tell you when your cat has a potential health issue so you can get them help before it becomes an urgent medical situation. Pretty litter, silica litter, crystal litter could save you big money on expensive pet bills. Not to mention it could save your cat's life. The soiled litter will show the following. Alkalinity. Blue may indicate certain types of urinary tract infections or increased risk of stone formation. Typical dark yellow olive green color color indicates urine within a typical range. Acidity orange may indicate metabolic acidosis or kidney tubular acidosis. Blood red may indicate bladder crystals, feline lower urinary tract disorder, or certain types of kidney disease. How Pretty Litter works. Choose the choose number of cats. Tell Pretty Litter how many cats you have and they'll know how much litter to send you. They have options for every scenario. Get your litter de- delivered every month. Pretty Litter's lightweight cat litter is delivered to your door. Refill once a month. Pretty Litter's non-clump advanced formula means you'll need less litter compared to traditional cat clay litter with clumping formulas, save money. Pretty Litter will save you money on potential vet bills though through early detection plus on average cost less per month compared to leading brand competitors. Cleaner and safer, Pretty Litter is made from clean, effective materials that help control odor and reduce dust while also being family and pet safe. Household friendly, less dust, less mess, 99.9% dust free. Everyone's talking about Pretty Litter brand veterinarian seal approval. Why Pretty Litter is better, advanced odor control, Pretty Litter super absorbent silica gel litter, eliminates smells, ultra light and delivered free. Stop hauling a giant bag of litter home from the store. Monitor your cat's health. Crystals change color to help detect early giants and illnesses. To uh, Pretty Litter promise, Pretty Litter takes some of the stress out of cat parenting so you can focus what matters most, living a long and happy life together. Pretty Litter was invented to give cat parents peace of mind knowing that they can keep daily tabs on their cat's health. To further take care of your cat's health, Pretty Litter developed Pretty Please, a premium grab grain-free cat food to support your companion in all stages of life. Look for a special introduction offer, introductory offer when you add Pretty Litter to your Pretty Litter order at checkout. 30-day guarantee. Try Pretty Litter risk-free for 30 days. If for any reason you're not completely satisfied, just return within 30 days and Pretty Litter will issue a full refund. Get started today. Try Pretty Litter.
Good morning, here is chapter 26 of Laura Inga's Wilders. By George Silver Lake, titled The Building Boom. There was no time for a good long talk with Paul. Already the sunshine from the western window sounded far across the floor, and Ma said, We must be getting supper. The men will be here soon. What men? Pa asked. Oh, wait, Ma, please. I want to show him, Laura said. It's a surprise, Pa. She hurried into the pantry, and from the almost empty sack of beans where it was hidden, she pulled out the little sack full of money. Look, Pa, look. Pa felt the little sack in amazement. He looked at their faces, all shining with smiles. Carolyn, what have you girls been up to? Look inside, Pa, Laura cried. She could not wait until he untied the little sack. Fifteen dollars and twenty-five cents. I'll be jiggered, Pa said. Then while Laura and Ma started to get supper, they told him all that had happened while he was away. Before they had finished talking, another wagon pulled up at the door. There were seven strangers at supper that night, another dollar and seventy-five cents, and now that Pa was at home, the strangers could sleep on the floor around the stove. Laura did not care how many dishes she washed, nor how sleepy and tired she was. Pa and Ma were getting rich, and she was helping. In the morning, she was surprised there was hardly time to talk. So many men were there for breakfast. She could hardly wash the dishes fast enough, and when at last she could empty the dishpan and hang it up, there was hardly time to sweep and scrub the muddy floor before she must begin peeling potatoes for dinner. She had only a glimpse of the sunny, cold, blue and white and brown March day outdoors while she emptied the dishpan, and she saw Pa driving a load of lumber toward the south side. What on earth is Pa doing? she asked Ma. He's putting up a building on the town site, said Ma. Who for? Laura asked, beginning to sweep her. Fingers were shrunken in ridges from being so long in the dishwater. For whom, Laura? Ma corrected for himself. And she tugged through the doorway, an armful betting that she was taking outdoors to air. I thought we were going to move to the claim, Laura said when Ma came in. We have six months before we must build on the homestead, said Ma. Lots of town are going and are going so fast your pa thinks he can make money by building on one. He's going he's using the lumber from the railroad shanties and putting up a store building as well. Oh Ma, isn't it wonderful? All the money we're making, Laura said, sweeping vigorously while Ma gathered another armful of bedding. Draw the brim, Laura. Don't flip it. That raises the dust, said Ma, dressed, but we mustn't count chickens before they're hatched. That week was the house was filled with steady boarders, men who were building houses on the town site or on their homestead clans. From dawn until far into the night, Ma and Laura hardly had time to catch their breath. All day long, there was a racket of wagons passing. Teams were hauling lumber from brookings as fast as they could, and yellow skeletons of buildings rose every day. Already, you could see Main Street growing up from the muddy ground along the railroad grade. Every night, beds covered the floor of the big room and the lean-to. Pa slept on the floor with the boarders so that Mary and Laura and Carrie could move into the bedroom with Ma and Grace, and more boarders' beds covered the whole floor of the attic. The supplies were all gone, and now Ma had to buy flour and salt and beans and meat and cornmeal so she could did not make so much money. Supplies cost three and four times as much as they cost in Minnesota, she said, because the railroad and the teamsters charged so much for the hauling. The roads were so muddy that the teamsters could not haul large loads. Anyway, she made a few cents profit for every meal, and any little bit they could earn was better than nothing. Laura did wish she could get time to see the building that 
Grandpa was putting up. She wished she could talk to him about the building, but he ate with the boarders and hurried away with him. There was no time for talking now. Suddenly there uh, on the brown prairie where nothing had been before was the town. In, in two weeks, all along Main Street, the unpainted new buildings pushed up their thin false fronts, two stories high and square on top. Behind the false fronts, the buildings squatted under their partly shingled sloping roofs. Strangers were already living there, smoke blue gray from soapbars and glass windows glinted in the sunshine. One day, Laura heard a man say through the clattering at the dinner table that he was putting up a hotel. He had got in the night before with a load of lumber hauled from Brookings. His wife was coming out on the next load. He'll be doing business within a week, he said. Glad to hear it, pa- Sir Paul said. What this town needs is a hotel. You'll be doing land- a land office business as quick as you can get started. As suddenly as a hurry had begun, it ended one evening. Pa and Ma and Laura and Mary and Carrie and Grace sat down to supper. No one else was there, and around them was their ha- own house again. No one else was in it. A beautiful quiet was there, peaceful and cool, like the silence when a blizzard stops or the restfulness of rain after a long fever of drought. I declare I didn't know I was so tired, Ma sighed peacefully. I'm glad you and the girls are through working for strangers, said Pa. They did not talk much. It was so pleasant to eat supper again alone. Laura and I counted up, Ma, said Ma. We made over $40. $42.50, said Laura. We'll put it aside and hang, in, hang on to it if we can, said Pa. If they could save it, Laura thought it would be that much more sending Mary to college. I expect the surveys to show up any day now, Pa went on. Better be ready to move so I can turn over this house to them. We can live in town till I can sell them the building. Very well, Charles. We'll wash the bedding tomorrow and start getting ready to pack, said Ma. Next day, Laura helped them to wash all the quilts and blankets. She was glad to lug the loaded basket out to the clothesline in the sweet, chilly March weather. Teamsters wagons were slowly pulling along the muddy road toward the west. Only an edging of ice remained around the shores of Silver Lake and among the dead slough grass. The lake water was blue as the sky, and far away the shimmering sky, an arrow of tiny black dots came up from the south. Faintly from these far away came the wild, lonely sound of wild geese calling. Paul came hurrying to the house. First spring flock of the geese, geese is in sight, he said. How about roast goose for dinner? He hurried away with his gun. Mm, it will be good, Mary said. Roast goose with sage stuffing. Won't you like that, Laura? No, and you know I don't, Laura answered. You know I don't like sage. We'll have onion in the stuffing. But I don't like onion, Mary said crossly. I want sage. Laura sat back on the heels while she was scrubbing the floor. I don't care if you do. We won't have it. I guess we can have what I want sometimes. White girls, Ma said, astonished. Are you quarreling? I want sage, Mary says it, and I want onion, Laura cried. Girls, girls, Ma said in distress. I can't think what's got into you. I never heard of anything so silly. You both know we have no sage nor onion either. The door opened and Pa came in. Soberly, he put his gun in his place. Not a goose within gunshot, he said. The whole flock rose when it came to Silver Lake and kept on going north. They must have seen the new buildings and heard the noise. Looks like honey's going to be slim around here from now on. Thanks for listening to this chapter. Have a good week and stay safe.